Well, good evening and welcome to episode 236 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. How the hell are you guys doing tonight? Uh, it's Saturday night here at the Other Ground Live headquarters, um, which is the first time I've called us that, so that's new. <laughs> I see the OG armies starting to form up in the chat box, at least slowly. <laughs> Tits and Wolf Castle are here, so that's a good start to the show. Uh, how's your Saturday going? Uh, mine's going not too bad. Uh, another day on the... Um, deload week for lifting weights so unproductive feeling oh but supposedly a good idea as far as like building muscles so i, I kind of did a leg day workout kind of didn't you know did a couple sets of this couple sets of that lighter weights so yeah wasn't a bad day wasn't a bad day but still felt like i didn't get much done um other than that not much of a day really hung out with the wife until uh about noon when she went off to work uh then basically hung around the house with the dogs watching tv most of the day which is unusual i'm not normally much of a tv person but i figured i'd uh get some quality time in with the dogs <laughs> normally i uh sit in the, my den in the back of the house uh, there's a tv in here but it's never on i'm sitting here uh at my desk uh at my computer uh you know unlike you young folks who uh, live your life through your phone uh us older folks are kind of used to living the internet through an actual computer. Uh, so I, I have a desktop with a, a me, medium large screen, nothing gigantic, but it's okay. So I got one of those curved screens. Uh, and that's how I do all of my internet interactions through a desktop, you know, the OG and Facebook and Twitter and this and all that rat other stuff. Uh, from what I understand, that's rarer and rarer nowadays. Uh, a lot of people are on the internet and don't have a desktop at all. Uh, some of them have laptops some of them have uh ipads or tablets or things like that but there's a growing percentage of people that just internet through their phone and that's it that's the only way the only way they're interested in it uh back in the day if you were if you were on the internet it kind of made you a nerd right off the bat yeah if you knew what the internet was at one point it kind of made you a nerd uh now it's so commonplace that it's not it's not even tied to computers anymore it's you know so many different ways to get onto the internet people are fucking watching you know um and not that there hasn't been in the past uh shit i remember way back in the day uh you could get some service that would let you uh internet access the internet through your tv um at the time i think there was only like four websites in the world so it wasn't as spectacular as you might think it was um but you could access all four of those sites through your tv and i can't remember the name of that shit was i i knew one of my friends who had it and it never worked right um but nowadays you know uh you can access between all the different streaming services which is still the internet basically uh, even though you know it's a uh curated platform uh you can internet you can access almost any <sighs> movie or tv show ever made really if you want to pay for all the services or and track down the pay-per-views or however you want to do it it's 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 quite amazing um but so but, but anyway so, so what the point i was on is i'm mostly sitting here at my desktop tied down i know it sounds weird to the phone people but it's where i'm more comfortable i don't i just i find it enjoyable just hanging out here uh bouncing from a different internet website to website, uh, talking with my friends on the different platforms, uh, smoking a joint or some wax here or there. 
maybe finding a video or two to check out on YouTube. I don't watch TV anymore. I don't watch movies anymore. I mean, it, my wife can talk me into watching stuff occasionally. And today I like, just because I felt like I should spend some time with my dogs, I forced myself to sit down and watch like two different movies. And I think an episode of something, uh, but that's not a normal thing. Uh, and basically when my wife gets home in a couple of minutes, it'll be her job to entertain the dogs. I'll be back to doing my thing, which is here with you guys. <laughs> uh, so as always, if you guys want to call in about whatever I'm talking about or anything at all, feel free. Uh, the number is fucking get that goddamn button. Um, if you do not feel comfortable calling in because I'm kind of creepy and shit, feel free to talk uh, to me throughout the, through the chat box instead. Uh, uh, I try to keep track of that shit, even though I haven't read a fucking word of it so far today. So I'm a goddamn liar. Let me see what you guys are talking about. Oh, fucking tenor showed up. What up? And juicer and, and sly. Oh, fuck right on. You guys rock. I'm glad to have you guys here tonight. Um, <laughs> So, uh, actually, Wolf Castle brought this up. The important thing, obviously, tonight is not my show at all. It is a Saturday night. That means there's going to be a fight companion. Uh, somebody will be hosting it, most likely Sly Dog or Juicer. Those are the uh, two people that normally take care of that shit. I'm going to try to stay up and call in. I, I can't make any guarantees because, as you guys know, I'm, I'm a lightweight and a sleeping motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to sleep in a little bit. It's funny because I have no clue whether I'm going to go back to work or not. Uh, December 8th, when this three week thing is, uh, is over. Um, I've been trying my best to not sleep in too much, uh, and, and failing horribly. So my first couple days back to work, uh, assuming I get to go back to work and they don't extend this shit are going to go fairly poorly because <laughs> you know, I'm used to getting up at three in the morning to do my workout and go to work. Now I'm waking up at like six in the morning, which is early for normal people. But for me, you know, I just slept in for three hours, which means when I get back to work, I need to sleep in. Yeah, I need to get up three hours earlier. So and, and I've gotten up at like six to like the last three days in a row. I'm like, oh, that's not a good sign at all. We need to nip that in the bud. Uh, no sleeping in. You got to. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in uh, trying to keep a, a set sleep schedule. Um like on my days off, I nor I try not to sleep in too much. I let myself sleep in a little bit. Uh, like I will let myself sleep in till like six o'clock for on those two days. Um, but I, I like two days doesn't uh, two days of sleeping in three hours doesn't really balance the sleep uh, bank, so to speak. So I I don't really have issues uh, when I go back to work on a normal basis. Uh, actually, slightly do. I, I I will say that going back to work after uh, those two days is the sleep is a little bit rougher. Uh, do you guys have any issues with that, with your sleep schedule or patterns or anything, or just sleeping in general? A lot of people do. Uh, it's one of the most things, one of the things I think I see uh, people complain about the most on uh, Facebook is not being able to sleep, um, and which I, I have some pretty extensive experience with, and I will testify that it sucks fucking ass. There's very few things in life worse than not getting enough sleep. Um, and there's all kinds of reasons that you could be not sleeping well, uh, chronic pain is a, a big one for some people. Uh, just general insomnia is more common than you would think. Uh, and just a multitude of reasons why people don't sleep well. Uh, and I don't wish that on anybody. Uh, I eventually, after being stubborn about it, uh, went and talked to her doctor about it. And it's something I wish I should have did uh, years and years ago, actually, because he put me on something that's relatively mild 
And between that and an over-the-counter prescription, not an over-the-prescription, between that and an over-the-counter drug, uh, I have very few issues sleeping. It's it's pretty rare. Um, And uh, neither of them have really bad side effects or anything like that. So I'm pretty happy with the solution, uh, which surprised me because I'd always been leery leery of uh, pills, especially as long-term solutions. if I'm in a lot of pain, I'll take a pain pill. Uh, if I have an infection, I'll take what whatever the antibiotics or whatever that shit is that they want to give me. Other than that, I try to stay away from pills. I've seen a lot of people get fucked up on uh, pills, and, and knowing my uh, addictive personality, I decided early on I better stay away from that shit. So I've never you know, like done the entire oxycotton thing or whatever the half a dozen like different prescription drugs that people get into Xantax or, or fucking whatever. Um, all of that shit I've probably tried once or twice, but, um, again, I, and I will say, I've, I've said this to you guys before. I've never met a drug I didn't like, uh, just a whole bunch of them. I couldn't either couldn't afford or we just weren't available in my area. I've got, uh, uh, through my 20s and teens and 20s and early 30s, uh, relatively unscathed and unaddicted to anything ridiculous just by fucking dumb luck and happenstance, really. Because <laughs> so that's, that's why I don't try to, I try not to judge junkies and people who get hard, addicted to the, uh, hard drugs and all that good stuff. Because realistically speaking, back then I was dumb enough to try that shit. <laughs> yeah, it, it just never worked out that way where I was in the, in the uh, circumstances to you know to get exposed to and do that kind of shit regularly regularly uh since i hung with low-class people i did get exposed to it occasionally but most of the time i said no and the one or two times i did say yes it wasn't enough to get me addicted to the shit so um but once again just lucky if if uh, i know myself back then and shit i know myself now you guys know how i feel about my friends if my friends would have gotten hardcore into that shit i probably would have gotten hardcore into that shit as well i was just lucky lucky enough to uh for the most part have good friends that aren't into any kind of hard shit um but because we were all like you know burnouts and hippies and just various uh uh classifications of uh low class people most of us knew people that were into like the heavy shit so um you had to be careful you had to be careful who you hung out with back then um and like i said i don't judge any of them because it was just dumb luck that i'm not one of them um and i've seen the uh, i've had enough i don't i've never had like a really really close friend well yeah, I guess I have. You know, one of my best friends was at one point was starting to get pretty uh, deep into Xantax. Uh, he's been in, uh, in the uh, drug dealing world quite a bit. And he's actually my biggest exposure to uh, the drug dealing world uh, because he, you know, he was one of those kids. Good guy, actually. Uh, just made poor decisions and uh, I don't know, decided that uh, selling drugs would probably be the best best way to go about it. So like, he's never robbed anybody. He's not a bad person. He's never beat anybody up. Nothing like that. All he just sold drugs, you know, for the longest time was pot. And when people say, uh, oh, pot's not a gateway drug. It really isn't. I'm like, well, no, not for doing drugs, but selling drugs. It most certainly is a gateway drug. (laughs) Cause once you start selling pot, you realize uh, how easy it is to make money selling drugs. I watched him do this. Uh, it started off small. He just like buy a quarter pound and it never got gigantic, by the way. Uh, don't expect at the end of this story for me to tell you that he was selling like, you know, uh, two tons of pot and like 20 pounds of uh, uh, 20 to 100 pounds of cocaine or whatever that shit. It was never like that. Uh, 
it started off, you know, small, like you buy an ounce and then sell eights for it. Uh, and from that, you know, grew into like buying a quarter pound and, you know, and selling that off and then like buy a pound or two and selling that off. And he never got much bigger than that as far as the pot went. Uh, but later on, he branched off into like selling cocaine as well. Um, and that was a, a time in his life that I didn't really hang out with him a lot because he was making poor choices and he didn't really want to hang out with me because uh, I wasn't making those poor choices. Not that I wouldn't do coke, don't don't get me wrong, but nobody was insane enough to give me coke. <laughs> if you guys have heard me in my, on my days when I'm not over-medicated on, uh, uh, on wax, uh, imagine that like times 10 and that's how I am on coke. So, so, uh, I, I was able to protect myself from cocaine addiction by being very annoying when I do it. So I didn't get offered coke that often, but anyways, I didn't, uh, that's, that's not really a real reason, but basically I didn't see him and talk to him a whole bunch. I never found out the exact numbers, but I imagine it was probably moderate. I think he'd be selling like, you know, uh, uh, eight balls here or there, uh, probably buy like you know an ounce or two and sell it like that so he's making decent money uh for our, especially for a punk kid who was like 17 or 18 years old uh but he wasn't like any kind of high level person uh but because i knew him uh i got exposed to a lot of like the drug trade on, on the low to mid levels because of him probably just the low levels really when we think about it uh well, yeah you when you uh, watch a lot of the drug uh documentaries and stuff you realize how much bigger it gets pretty uh quickly saying he just was just like a little small time guy and eventually he, he just stopped doing it because he realized it was a stupid idea and he was you know risking going to jail to do it and uh he, he got ripped off a couple times and basically that was the end of that <laughs> and to this day i guess there's a couple people he should probably be avoiding because you know because that's what happens when you know when you rip off a drug dealer and basically now they owe their drug dealer <laughs> and if you just stole all the all the stuff that they were going to sell to pay him back now they can't pay him back and uh, yeah, that, that, it didn't it didn't end up never, never coming to anything, but he actually watched over his uh, shoulder for quite a few years, <laughs> knowing that he had accidentally screwed a pretty dangerous person out of like four grand or some shit like that. Uh, so, really? <sighs> All right, well, what are you guys talking about in the chat box right now? Let's see, let's roll it back up. Uh, uh, do, 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 do. Oh, it's Zan. Oh, the juicer said it's uh, Zanix, not Zantac. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't do these drugs. Uh, but oh yeah, that's why I was talking about him in the first place. Uh, but any, but uh, back on that subject, uh, he used to be in the Xanax or Zantac or as whatever what, the one you want to say. It's the one you know uh, that people uh, take to like mellow out or some shit like that. Uh, but the problem was he was doing it and drinking at the same time. Uh, and this is at a point where he was actually living with me. Uh, was this at the old house or something? Yeah, I think this is at the, here at this house. Yeah. And eventually, uh, this is one of the few times, I mean, you guys know me, I'm a pretty passive person, but this is one of the few times where uh, passive Jay put his fucking foot down. Uh, cause it, he'd been having incidents for like the last couple of weeks or stuff where like, you know, uh, I'd walk in and he was asleep in, a, in an odd space or, or whatever. Uh, but, uh, when I got up for work one day, um, I, uh, walk out of my bedroom through the living room, which at the time was, was his area. I, he, I, he had the living room in the front. I had the den in the back. So I, uh, uh, walk through the living room into the kitchen. Uh, I'm heading to the, my den in the back. And as I walk past the stove, 
I feel heat uh, and I look over and like one of the fucking burners is on. I'm like, how, how is the burner fucking on? What the fuck's going on? So yeah, I go, I turn it off, you know, and, and walk and what like, God, that's, that's so fucking weird. Uh, and walk through the kitchen into my den and there's my roommate, uh, half naked, just in his underwear, sleeping in my recliner. I'm like, dude, what are you doing here? <laughs> Uh, I go, dude, why'd you have the stove on? Yeah, huh? Uh, the best I can figure out, he was, he was stumbling around and accidentally, you know, stumbled to the point where he uh, reached over and grabbed the stove to fall, stop from falling and turned on the stove. That's the only thing I can possibly think of. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, that the next day, I, uh, and he'd had a couple of other instances, like he broke off the toilet uh, paper holder in, in the bathroom by stumbling around uh and just shit like that so eventually i set him down i was like dude this is unacceptable um i don't i don't care if you do that Xanaxis. i don't care if you drink but you're not allowed to do them both here because uh, it's apparently fucking dangerous dude you you, you you had the stove on dude we had the stove on and you were stumbling around to the point where dude you, you could have caught yourself on fire i'm not this isn't just a safety thing for my house this is a safety thing for you i'm not gonna stand here and watch you do that shit so uh and he's a smart guy. And once I pointed out to him all the things that was happening to him when he was semi incoherent, not really realizing it, and just st- stacked it in front of him one after another and said, dude, this is what's happened in the last two weeks. I don't know if you connected all the dots. Uh, and once I did that, uh, he was done with that. He, um, embarrassment's a really good uh, motivator sometimes. He was very embarrassed about all that. Uh, I think it hurt. I think it hurt his pride, and he and he and he stopped. Uh, thank God, you know, because that was not an awesome thing to be uh, witnessing. It couldn't have been going. Went went well for him. Hello, caller, great, uh, great kill twenty two. What can I do for you today? Jay, what's going on? It's uh, Chodler calling from the underground. I just wanted to call and say hi to you, brother. Oh, how you doing, bud? Can you hear me okay? Oh yeah, I can hear you just fine, man. Uh, how you doing tonight? How's your, how, how's your night going? I'm good. I'm sore as shit. I'm an, I'm an old man. I started Muay Thai and I, I had some back-to-back classes. So right now I'm cruising around my neighborhood on a scooter, smoking my joint, getting ready to watch the fights tonight. Nice, so I'm just nice. cruising around some suburban neighborhood in Boston, enjoying myself here. Nice. Yeah, I, you know what? I had a couple few people tell me I should try to get into Muay Thai for self-defense because uh, you know, I'm an older person as well. I'm 47. I don't know what that compares to you. Uh but I just haven't had the money or the time to do it at the moment. Well, was it hard? Was it hard to start? Uh, it, it's it's quite an impact. You know what I mean? Once you get going, you feel that uh, feel the impact damage when you're doing it over and over. But it's, I I I did thirty years of nothing. I sat on my ass for thirty years, had kids, I had a lot going on with my family, and uh, really didn't do shit. And I just got a you know a little bit of a urge to get going and doing something with myself lose a little bit of weight i went they did a few classes these guys are unbelievable they're phenomenal um it's i'm, I'm embarrassed that i didn't do it probably 20 years previously i had done some oh. other things i'd done some long distance running i've done a few marathons but never uh never muay thai like this i've just always been a fan of fan of the fight game well and, look uh, at it this way what, some good shit mm-hmm. good shit well look at it this way sir because because uh, i have had a similar experience um I haven't done shit my entire life until about the age of 40. So about seven years ago when I, I realized that I was just skinny fat and out of shape. Um, and I felt bad for myself and decided I was going to start working out. 
What I discovered from talking to other people my own age is the fact that I've been a lazy asshole my entire life has worked to my great advantage because there's nothing wrong with me. I don't have a bum knee. I don't have a fucked up shoulder. I don't have like, you know, spine issues or neck issues that all these people have had from doing all these athletic abilities, athletic things throughout their life. Well, you know, be it like boxing or Muay Thai or wrestling or football or paddle ball or competitive swimming or, or whatever the fuck it is that you that they did to fuck up their body i don't have any of those things so, so i'm fresh and and anew so i'm like a young man starting off uh so even though you know uh, my body type is not exactly the uh, best for like athletic endeavors over the last seven years i've gotten myself into at least reasonably good shape especially compared to the other 47 year olds because you know the bar is very very low now and i feel like i'm coming into my own so it sounds like you have something similar going on man so good for you it's uh it's late going on i dropped from about 215 down to about 170 wow now how long have you been uh, doing this that's good i changed a lot I, I, i i completely stopped Booze cold about three years ago. Hell, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be a big difference. Um, I've always, yeah. I, I, I'm not really against it. I just don't. Uh, wasn't. It was just time. It was time. You know, and it mm-hmm. uh, felt, felt a whole it. lot better right off the bat. Oh yeah, yeah. I I it quit. Long. I don't know. I quit like I want to say five, six, seven. Eight years ago, so somewhere I don't know, somewhere in that range. It's been a while now, and you're right. It's just not worth it anymore. The, the uh, hangovers the next day were pain in the ass. Um, I'm sure it attributed to my skinny fat condition, all the empty calories. And man, you can put a lot of calories away with uh, booze really quick. It's unbelievable. And eventually, you know, you start replacing the you start replacing the food with the booze. The calories oh, yeah. just aren't really coming in the right way, and it's yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, mean I, I feel better now than I felt in 30 years. Yo, oh, definitely. Now, how long have you been doing the Muay Thai now? Uh, probably about six, seven months. Oh, right um, on, right. It's good. It's good. It's good. We've got we got a pretty bad situation at home. I talk about my stuff on online quite a bit. We've got a lot of cancer in the family. Oh yeah. I, I talk about it on the on the underground. I'm not scared about uh, telling some personal details, but they've been doing some Muay Thai and um just to, to you know get away from home and, and get out and do something different and. It's it's just it really has been incredible. So now my my 16 year old son has been doing it with me as well. Oh, nice! I have a 16 year old son who's um who's who's a beast. He is a big big boy. He's uh probably about six three. He's got to be about 190. He's oh wow! Brick shit house. Um, <laughs> 16 year old boy. So right, it's right. Funny. He's been coming with me, and you know some of the guys at the gym vest like, "Who's that guy coming with you?" Yeah, <laughs> that guy. That guy still believes in Santa Claus. It's cool that you're six months in because, uh, ironically, I see people quit the most on just not Muay Thai, just exercise stuff in general. Normally about three or four weeks in, um, which really surprised me because with my experience with anything athletically related, about three or four weeks in is when it stops fucking hurting. <laughs> like I, whenever I've started a workout yeah. routine or something like that, the first couple of weeks just suck fucking ass. And around week three or four, it stops. It gets a lot better. It doesn't, it stops being torture. It just becomes a regular workout. Uh, and it's always around then that people seem to quit. I'm like, wait, you're, you're, you're just past the hardest part. Keep going. So to hear that you're six months into it, obviously you're, you're dedicated. So it's a thing for you now. Uh, six months or more. I, I I'm going to stay with it for yeah. as long as my body will hold, you know, but 
I'll right. tell you something too, Jay. I think I think a lot of this came from probably like last year. Things got a little bit heated like during COVID, you know. And, uh, I don't know how it was for you guys, but we, we went to our lockdown. I'm a, I'm a nurse. I got deployed to the ICU units oh, for a couple of months. Oh, yeah. Things were a little bit, uh, a little bit crazy, so it, uh, it kind of felt like a good time to, to change things up a little bit. I started skiing last year as well, which is something I haven't done in years, so oh, wow. kind, of, kind of doing things outside of my um, – Outside of my comfort zone, some things are a little bit more dangerous, but I'm having a hell of a lot more fun with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't catch me skiing. I'm way too uncoordinated for that shit. That would be, I mean, you might as well just walk up and break my leg right now and just get it over with. Because <laughs> that I'm is what would happen. It sucks right now. We've been waiting for my place to open, my ski slope to open. They, they finally, I just popped on this morning and said there were a few trails open. I looked online, it was the most pitiful piece of shit, white skid mark trail coming down the the mountain, there was nothing on it. There's no snow at all. You know, trying, but yeah, I, I was psyched when I saw the lifts are open today, and I, I said, oh, maybe I'll just run up and do a couple of runs. And um, I mean, it really, it was just, it was a, it was a joke. It looked like a pile of uh, your buddy's cocaine. Yeah, That's about all the snow that was there. Yeah, Michigan supposedly is small stuff. Michigan supposedly a good uh, state for uh, skiing. Although I imagine probably more cross country than anything else, because Michigan, while it's it's hilly, it doesn't have really that many really big mountains or shit like that. Uh, so I mean, there's like a ski place not too far from me. You know, they call it Boyne Mountain. It really looks like Boyne, fairly good sized hill. So <laughs> I guess you know you, you do what you work with with what you have. Uh, and there's a couple ski resorts around, especially up north, a little bit when because I believe the northern part of Michigan is a little more. Uh, mountainous than the uh lower half uh lower half gets pretty uh, flat when you get to toward the bottom part so uh skiing has never I, been a part of my it. life I, I had kids i had kids and you know that kind of ate up probably about 25 years in the middle of my life right there and then all of a sudden the kids are a little bit older and now i've got free time for a change so it's uh there you go to pick up some of this stuff kind of get a get a little bit of a second life coming into my you know later for you man and i it always yeah, amazes me it always amazes me, you parents. You know, I don't have any kids. I don't want any kids. I'm too selfish. I'm too self-centered. I'm actually goddamn amazed that I'm married, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Uh, but uh, I, even that, between the time range for taking care of kids and the financial responsibilities of kids, I struggle to get by with just by myself. I have no clue how you guys do it. You know, if I, good for you guys. You know, nice I, I, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't even nice imagine stuff. having to be responsible for it. Uh, you know, um, you guys, you guys just go out and I do what you do. Job. I was, I, I completely fell into a good job. I was, I was going to be a computer programmer. I fell into nursing through the military. Oh, uh, it's kind of a weird setup, but they mixed my computers with my nursing with a military background, and and that's how I got my job. But uh, so I, a I fell nurse. into it, but it's a pretty solid job. So, oh well, it's you know, nurse, actually, I played uh, a lot of computers. Oh, right on. Yeah, actually, uh, you're not the first nurse that I I met the. Uh, guy that i did my previous podcast with uh, a gentleman named chris duck is also a nurse he's like the uh, the floor of the night supervisor at a, a small hospital in seattle i believe um so i, I did a podcast for like uh, several years of a gentleman who was a nurse so uh good for you guys that's a hell of a fucking job uh, by the way um i'm surprised more people don't go into it you know it's a piece of it's really it's a piece of cake it's an easy job for a guy i i Certainly didn't go looking for the job, but the military said they'd pay for my my education if I'd do it. So that was uh, well because was, a lot of people incentive. don't 
a lot of people don't have the mental fortitude fortitude to handle this to handle the stuff that you have to handle i mean yeah you you say it's an easy job yes and no <laughs> you know that's a very traumatic job on a lot of levels. Um, not to mention with the, just the physical growth stuff that you have to handle on a daily basis. You combine those two things with, uh, from what I understand, some pretty long hours. Uh, I, dude, more kudos to you uh, to call it an easy job. I, I don't think most people would find it so. That's all. Pick your poison, dude. If you if your job's too tough, you just you just look around. You find another you know, nursing. You can do. Nursing covers pretty much any job there is in the world. You can do desk, you can do computer, you can do live people. You know, you don't have to see a patient ever if you don't want to. You can do insurance stuff all day. There's a pretty pretty versatile. It's it's a wide open job. Um, I do I do sedation and I shock people. That's my job. I shock oh. people constantly. So, uh, cardiac. You're not, cardiac. Okay, I thought, I, I thought maybe you just I thought maybe you just showed them your junk all the time. It's like hey. They- no, no, hey, <laughs> hey there, shocking. <laughs> no, all well, good, good stuff, you, dude, all man. good stuff. Well, no, dude, all seriously, I mean, I, I just I, want to call I, in, Jay, and say, hey, uh, man, you're, you're a good dude. I, I know uh, I love the real estate threads, and I've been huh. I've been hanging around the OG for, shit, 10 years, 12 years. Oh, they, uh, oh, good place, awesome. a lot of good people, and, and yeah. once in a blue moon I can call, and when I do, I uh, uh, to, to join into the live show, and I... Uh, you guys are good shits. Have a good, uh, just watch you guys have a good, good night. Have a good weekend. Thanks boss. I appreciate you calling in, man. Call back anytime. Seriously. We'll talk to you. You know, Jay, one other thing, I've got some t-shirts in my garage that I was supposed to send to you about two years ago, maybe three <laughs> years ago. I asked your address and I completely forgot about it. And you'll be happy to know I found my t- the t-shirts probably about two, three days ago, sitting there in the same place three years later. I thought I sent them. So maybe there'll be some t-shirts coming your way. Oh, my. Imagine that. Awesome. Thanks, boss. Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy. Enjoy your night, man. Enjoy the fights. Right. Thanks, boss. You have a great night. Bye-bye. You're good, bro. Right. Oh, see, that was pretty cool. I always appreciate when we have an OGers call in. Uh, I want more of that. I, I, I like getting to know all the people that we see every day on the OG. Because you, you see the screen names, and you think you know these people. And it turns out almost every single time when I, that I've talked to people that I've met on the OG, I didn't have the correct mental image of them. Talking to someone in person really does make a big difference as far as like uh, um, getting to know the real person. It uh, it really does. You uh, if you, you read the words on the screen and you think you know what they mean, but a lot of times you don't get the right inflection. Um, you know, like sar- obviously people don't get sarcasm all the time so but there's all kinds of other uh things that you miss when you just read what they write when you get them on the show and talk to them it, it uh, totally that's what i'm looking for um it just changes my perspective on them and it's happened every single time every single time like uh be i i certainly i'd start naming people's names but it's almost everyone i've ever talked to you know, like Homelander. Uh, the only one Sly I didn't because I've already I'd already met Sly in person. So, <laughs> uh, Wolf Castle. You know, a grad. Oh, I saw grads here. What's going on, boss? <laughs> All right. Anyway, but you know what? I was actually you know, it's, I meant to tell that guy that I really appreciate him because uh, with my uh, recent health issues, uh, um, I gained a newfound appreciation for nurses. Um, there's nothing. Uh, better to give you an appreciation of a nurse to, than being lying in a hospital room needing one so you know and uh 
Yeah, they're all all awesome. You know, I've never met a nurse uh, that I didn't like, especially when I was in pain and they were bringing me drugs. <laughs> so, um, and it, it makes me feel bad because a lot of them I don't really remember, and they were, uh, uh, <laughs> okay, I see your slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say with a with a uh, with with another dude. It's easier to tell if a chick with since I'm not attracted to guys. It's easier to ask my wife. Uh, but yeah, no, no, I, I, you didn't scare me or anything. I wasn't like, oh, it's, you weren't ugly. It's easy. It's easy to tell when the guy's ugly, but when good looking, yeah, I guess so. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was Sly's teeth. I don't remember. I, they didn't stand out. So I'm assuming they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, what I was going to say was, uh, I feel bad because I don't really remember much about any of the nurses. Uh, which I suppose is understandable considering the state that I was in, but there are people that really helped me out at a bad time in my life. Uh, and uh, I kind of wish that, you know, I would have had the wherewithal to, um, keep better track and like, you know, send them like a, I don't know, like a card. That's not me. I'd feel, feel weird to send them on a card, but you know, uh, looking back on it, I wish I would have made sure they felt appreciated better. So what are you going to do though? Right. All right, what do you guys want to talk about? We made it to a whole entire half hour before I had to go to the OG and see what they're talking about and try to rip them off for a topic. So that's a good start, right? <laughs> God, it's fucking hot in here. Why does it always get so hot in here when I'm talking to you guys? Normally, I'm back here fucking freezing. Like, I'm already about to take off the uh, uh, light sweater. Okay, so we're down on the light sweater. I don't know. The shirt might come off. Shirt might not come off. We don't know yet. I don't know. You see, you guys might get lucky. <laughs> It'll be a visual. You'll have to imagine the shirt coming off. But you know, you guys all uh, smart people with a good imagination. So that... <laughs> your tenor, you just said your mom is legit. I don't believe you. <laughs> uh, you she better not be. I mean, I'm going to feel bad about what's going to happen here in a second if your mom's <laughs> in the chat. Uh, okay, let me see what's on the OG that we can talk about. Mm-hmm. No. A little bit less politics than it used to be, but there's still a lot of politics. It seems to have shifted back over to COVID a little bit, which I need to be over. Uh, as I mentioned, I do want to, to go back to work at least a couple days this season. Uh, our Michigan's under a uh, restrictions right now where restaurants cannot have indoor uh, dining, only carry out. So the club decided that was not enough to keep me working. So um, I'm off until December 8th. So three weeks because, you know, they laid me off last week. Um, at that point, the governor will make a decision about whether or not they will reopen the uh, restaurants. And I have no clue what's going to fucking happen at that point because, uh, oh, sorry, getting my nose is getting stuffed up again. I don't know what will happen at that point because uh, our club actually closes December 20th. So even if the governor opens us back and up at December 8th, the board of directors uh, for the country club might decide just to keep the fucker closed for the rest of the season, which would be a bummer. I need to work at least a day in December to cover my insurance. So so if I don't work anymore for the rest of the season, in addition, in addition to uh, losing all this money for basically uh, getting off work a month early, I will lose $600 because I'm going to have to pay for a month's worth of insurance that would normally be covered. So, <sighs> whatever. I'm not going to worry about that shit. Uh, let's see. 
So have you guys figured out the uh, fight companion to get it sorted out? Who's going to be doing what? Yeah, we gotta. We have to uh, advertise the shit, so I have to know uh, whose name to be uh, sporting here. Is it gonna be Sly? Is it gonna be? Oh wait, wait. Oh shit, dude. Well, at least you don't have to worry about the rest of the show, right? <laughs> What's going on, Tanner? Hello, Jay. How are you? I am excellent. How you doing, boss? Um, so I tune into the show. See, uh-huh. look at that. KM Kelly, nineteen ninety-eight. That is legitimately my fucking mother. I swear to you on anything oh. holy. So I told her about the show on Thanksgiving, and she's like, oh, oh, honey, how do you do this? You know, how do you get that podcast? So I downloaded the app, the Podbean app on her phone on Thanksgiving, and I tune into the show uh, today, and mm-hmm. here she pops up, KM Kelly, 1980. I'm like, holy fuck, my mom is in the chat for real. Mom, call in, you pussy. You won't call in. <laughs> and that's really my mom. Well, I'm super uncomfortable now. <laughs> <laughs> mom, you, m- mom, if you're listening right now, you have to get headphones. You got to find some kind of headphones to put on. Yeah, yeah even though ho- even though even though fucking Homelander, I'll tell you, you don't need to wear headphones to call in. But he's a bitch. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a setup for you have headphones because otherwise it gets all echoey and weird sounding. So, how's it going, Tanner Man? Uh, it's going. It's going fairly well. I got uh, went went and got the uh, old Christmas tree today. Oh my! So. Uh, yeah, so check this out. You know what's uh-huh. awesome? You wouldn't know anything about this, Jay, but what's awesome is I, I I love Christmas. I love cutting trees down. I love putting them up. And after that, I don't want to put fucking decorations on them, man. It's such a pain in the balls. So check this out. I cut it down today. We went to the Christmas tree farm, whole fan uh-huh. family, the whole goddamn thing. Cut it down. Um, now my dog's barking. Anyways, cut it down, put it up. I put the lights on and um, my daughter who's seven had a friend visiting and then my buddy Mike has his two kids over um, and then I had my two kids and we just put my, my wife brought the decorations up from the uh, from the basement and threw them in into the room where the where the tree is going and the kids just went wild and put the de- decorations anywhere and I'm like this is great I don't have to fucking deal with decorations right now. So they went wild. I put on uh, National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation because everyone knows that as soon as Thanksgiving hits, it's free game for fucking Christmas movies. So National Lampoon's <laughs> Vacation, that 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 was that was what? Hold on, Grad One Cam Kelly, is your son still as tall as he was when he came? <laughs> Grad? You're a fucking bag. Oh shit! There's my uh, mom. There you go. Hello, well, mom. Hi there, hey. hi there, Tenor's mom. I'm not sure I know how to do this. <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> Am I doing it? <laughs> yes, you are. You, are. Oh, oh. You, say, you say that to all the boys, mom, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. All the time. <laughs> you're not, listen, mom, you're not fucking safe here. I'm just letting you know this is not a safe space for you. You're, I'm going to bust your balls as much as I do with anybody else, just so you know that. Well, let's see. <laughs> Grad, Grad one wants to know if you're as tall as he was. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> well, hi there, Tenor's mom. Don't, don't listen to My name's Jay. Don't listen to him. He's, he's Canadian. Uh, Grad is Canadian, and he's likely he's fucking bombed right now. And if he calls in, he'll be slurring <laughs> his words for sure. Well, I've, I've yeah, been we... listening to I've been listening to the other podcasts, so I've heard an awful lot of Jay's voice lately. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Mom, <laughs> Mom are you flirting right now? No, I don't. You flirt. sound like a dirty bird right now. I've heard an awful lot of Jay's voice lately. I don't know if I like this tone. <laughs> <laughs> well, is your okay, idea Michael. there, Tanner? So you got no one to blame but yourself. No, uh, I, I, no, think, I think it was a fucking great. Right? Should we pick up? Yeah, Wolf Castle can call in. I mean, he's you know he's a little bland, right, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm just fucking with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what's what prompted you to start listening to the show? Was uh, Tenor talking about it or something? I'm just surprised yeah, how you, was, you ended up here. He had, he he had explained it to me some weeks ago, and uh, I've never listened to a podcast and didn't know anything about it. And on Thanksgiving, I threw in my phone and said, do what you got to do to make it so I can do it. So here I am. <laughs> well, thank you. We appreciate you joining and stopping by the show. It's always fun to talk to someone new. Uh, so was he always a pain in the ass when he was growing up as he is now? <laughs> Actually, he's been an asshole since he was born. <laughs> oh, yeah, I kind of, that's kind of what I figured. Yeah. Tell us more. <laughs> I mean, I love him, but he is what he is, you know? Yeah, yeah that's very true. Tanner, what do you think about that? Um, I tend to agree. I, I think I've softened with age, but um, probably not, though. I would like to think that I have, but I don't think I have, actually. All right. Okay, well, it's, has, it's my duty has, to... Go ahead, sir. Go ahead, ma'am. I'm sorry. He has a very big heart, but, you know, and there's that <laughs> other side. <laughs> well, oh, it is my, it's my solemn duty right now to try to make him regret uh, letting you know about the show. So, what would you say his most embarrassing childhood memory would be? Oh, boy. I know which one's coming, too. I don't know. Was it me uh, chasing yeah, you with the broom? I, was, I thought you were going to say the cookies one. Oh, with the kitty litter. <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh. He, came, more. he came out... He came out of the uh, out of the room with a kitty litter, with a big pile of poop covered in litter, saying, how, "Cookie, well, mommy, cookie, it? mommy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's that. And how old so, was he then? Fourteen. Uh, yeah, no, he was probably five. Probably five. Five, mom. Jesus no, Christ. no. Santana, Santana, he never could take our long showers. His father-in-law would turn on the cold water first. Stepfather, my stepfather. Yeah, yeah. yeah so check stepfather. this out. So if I, if I was in the shower for too long, he would go down and, and turn the fucking hot water off so it would only run cold. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was a very frugal man back in the day, but he's actually a very good man. Oh, see, my, my stepdad accomplished the same thing just by yelling, get the fuck out of the shower. So yeah. Well. yeah they, I think there, he there, did that as well. There were some other, there were some other uh, stepfathers in there that weren't so great, and I'm sure you guys have heard, heard me talk about those ones. But, but the most recent one, who my mom's been with for how long, Ma? 30 years. 30 years. He's, he, he's actually a good one. So when you hear yeah, me talk shit about my, when, yes, when you hear me yeah. talk shit about some of my stepfathers, my mom's been married like 15 fucking times. Um, so how long, how many times were you married, Ma? You said 50. Because <laughs> I, I, I exaggerate. Like that. That's what I do. 
That's what I do, Mom. No, she's she's been married four times, and uh, yeah, my biological and the two and the two other stepfathers before my most recent stepfather were fucking all shitbags. So, um, my mom was married three times. My dad was married four times or five times. I, I lost track after a while, really. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I, my mom's name would be so if they didn't drop the previous uh, marriage name, my mom's name would be so fucking long and you wouldn't be able to fit it on the like a marriage li- on your driver's license. So yeah. oh, I certainly yeah. don't judge people like that. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll do that. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to say all the names out loud, but, you know, yeah, I, I, will, I will I will talk about my mom and I'll say uh, I'll say, so is that your final answer? And then I'll say Mary Lynn and then all the rest of her fucking names. Right. And yeah, me too. Because it, because there's a shit ton of them. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I won't use the real names to be like, you know, but my mom's name is Patricia. So it'd be like, so Patricia, Mary, Lewis, uh, Smith, uh, Brown. Black. So so yeah, cause hey. it'd be quite, quite you, know, you wouldn't be able you'd have trouble fitting on a driver's license. Hey, Ma, grad one's hitting on you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> grad one's asking if, uh, you're, you're, if, you're, if you're single and if he could be my father. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think he asked me out on a date a little while ago. I think like more than one person has asked you out on a date, to be honest with you. Uh, you awesome, know, my, mom, my, mom's, my mom's pretty cool. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, my wife just got here. Hey, wife, how you doing? Love you. Just doing my super show. <laughs> All right, you guys, you guys have a wonderful evening. Oh, thanks thank for you. talking thank you. to me. Thanks for calling in. Can I call you, mom? You sure can, and you'll hear oh, from me again. Thanks for calling in, mom. I appreciate it. Thanks. Bye, Mikey. Later, mom. Oh, new mom. Yay. <laughs> now, if I. Oop, hey, I she's trying to figure, Sorry. <laughs> she's, she's trying to figure out a hang up. I, I just hung up on her. I, I, I figured I'd make it easy. All those buttons and shit. Yeah. Oh, God. Is she good with technology in general? What's that? Is she good? Is she good with technology in general? Absolutely not. Oh, no. See, like, like my grandma, we 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 literally had to like tape off all the buttons on a remote until there's like the like the only like the four that she uses because she'd always accidentally hit something else and then not not know how to fix it. So. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll yeah. uh, okay, I got people leaving the house right now, so I gotta tell them to go. You guys gone? Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. So, tell me, get the so fuck ch- out of here. We're- so, so check this out. So my buddy Mike is with me, and uh-huh. we did. Uh, he brought his kids over, and we got we got Christmas trees. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh-huh. so he he he's recently within the last month back on the dating scene because he got divorced. Oh. Um, and he's in his mid thirties, dude. He is slaying. I don't. He's on Tinder, and he's he is he's a fucking man. He's not even that good looking. He looks like George Costanza, kinda. And, uh, <laughs> he looks a little bit like George Costanza, but he's got a good job, and he's kind of witty. <laughs> he's looking at me with his hands out in the air, like you're a fucking asshole. So, anyways, yeah, yeah. well, don't want to be Costanza. Um, Come on, dude. What's wrong with you? Hey, we can't stand you. Can't stand you. Anyways, this this fucking guy. He he was in a fairly serious relationship for like a month with this uh, dom- this Dominicana chick, right? And bye, bud. Later. Um, Ooh, so so she's Dominican. He, he, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, this Dominicana, right? So 
you know, he was he was all semi-serious and this, that, and the other. And then, as most Dominicanas do, she got fucking crazy. You know, it, it's just a matter. <laughs> it's it's just a matter of time before you get a fucking knife pulled on you. It's just the way it is. Later, dude. Um, it's just a matter of time. So anyway, so he he just totally is like, I just got divorced. I'm I don't need crazy in my life. I'm done with her. So he completely <laughs> stopped. She would she would text him like eight, 10, 12 times a day. She'd call him. He wouldn't answer. Completely goes to this chick, right? Right. So right. um, so we're sitting here trimming the tree. A nice jolly day for me and my family. No, Mike is not taller. He's like five five four. Um, mom. anyways. Oh, we were <laughs> Um, so, uh, so we're sitting here and all of a sudden I'm drinking a beer and Mike's like, I gotta go outside. I'm like, why? And he was kind of furtive and he kind of didn't say anything. And then the doorbell rang and then he looked at me and goes, and and this chick's, this chick's name is lady. He goes, ladies outside. I'm like, wait, what? The chick you ghosted like a month ago is at my house right now while we're trimming the Christmas tree. He's like, yeah. I go, Hmm. That's a little sketchy, dude. And she's Dominican. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I figure I figure she's got a knife on her. I look at him. He's like, I got to go outside and talk to her. I go, do you have your gun on you? He goes, no. I go, well, what if she fucking pulls a knife on you? And he goes, I got a knife. I'm like, you're going to bring a knife to a knife fight? I go, here, take my gun. <laughs> he, goes, I guess I don't, he goes, I don't need your gun. And I go, okay, dude. And then he looked at me. And he looked at the door. And he goes, give me your gun. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I reach in my pocket, I grab my 38 and I fucking give it to him. He shoves it in his pocket. And he goes out there and he's out there for like a half hour. Meanwhile, my wife has ribs on the smoker and she's like, I got to go out there. The ribs, I need to wrap them so we can bring them in and they can rest. I go, well, fuck, they're out there. And I look at her and finally I almost get mad. I go, we're not going to be held hostage in our own fucking house. Go out there and wrap the goddamn ribs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been frustrating for me. But, oh. but. Everything was all right. He didn't have to shoot her. She didn't pull a knife on him. And um, uh, I think everything is A-OK now. But he got it. He's happy. No. (laughs) No. She did bring him. Listen, she fucking had to, like, Google my name to find my house. She'd been here before but didn't know how to fucking get here again. And somehow right. had to, she basically had to stalk me to get here because she figured if he wasn't at home, he was here and he was. Right. So yeah. that was a pretty good fucking logical deduction on her part. Um, but uh, yeah, she showed up here and brought him. I guess she had some of his shit. So she brought, brought his shit. Oh, that was the excuse. It's like, I got to bring you your shit back. So we have yeah. to see each other again. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's exactly. Awesome. Um, and then and then and then she's like, um, so I just need some closure, or maybe we can get back together. And he's like, yeah, about that. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, she's like, we can take it slow. Nah, probably not gonna happen. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I believe that. I mean, uh, back six or seven years ago, about six years ago, uh, right after I started getting back into shape, I also like jumped into the internet dating uh, scene again. Uh, and I did ridiculously well. I mean, ridiculously well, I was dating three or four times a week. Some, uh, at one point I went on two dates in the same fucking day. Uh, and, and, and the thing being, you know, uh, I didn't have very high standards. <laughs> so, uh, so it, it made for like a quite the interesting dating experience. I dated as much as I wanted. If I wanted, if I was just going to like, you know, re- restrict myself to like p- women that I found super attractive. Yeah. I cut down on the dating quite a bit. Uh, but, <laughs> 
when you open yeah. up your your horizons a little bit, all of a sudden you're the king of the fucking internet. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun for a while, uh, but because I wasn't actually getting people that I was truly attracted to, mostly relationships didn't last too long. So uh, I pretty much gave up on that shit, and then randomly ran into my wife on the internet. So worked out good. Yeah, yeah, and he is. Um... He's actually doing rather well on the dating scene. I mean, for him, right? Know, he's a he's a he's a five foot four, and he's he's he looks like a thumb, um, but he's doing pretty well. So, oh, I imagine it probably I would, pretty good now. I guess you know, got my own house. I'm doing okay, working out, in shape. You know, uh, fucking. But but then there's the minuses, tattoos, and the tattoos are a minus when it comes to the dating scene, especially no, uh, when not. you have a whole. When you well, especially a whole bunch of them, you know, like the no entire way. sleeves and all that good shit. You think that's no. you really? You, you think that's chicks, a positive? Chicks so love that shit. That whole fucking bad boy bullshit. Oh yes. god, but that's that's the problem. I do not have that entire bad boy boy bullshit going on, dude. You could. I look like, I look like a you nerd. Could, you could play it food. off. <laughs> you could. Well, they love that nerd shit too, dude. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Then you know that. Yeah, and then I got the pirates. I the, I had the pirate scar. Now I didn't have that when I was dating. So uh, you know. Um, It'd be interesting, you know, so uh, it's never going to happen. I love my wife to death and I, and I don't plan on uh, leaving her anytime soon, but I often wonder how I would do in the dating scene now that I've improved myself in such a drastic way. Yeah, you should get rid of your wife and see how well you do on the dating scene right now. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, a, great, that's just, a great idea. Yeah, just that's, give it six months, man. Just just tell her to beat feet for like six months and then just, just go out and slay. And then you know, and then she can come back. You know, it's that's fine. pretty. That, that's pretty reasonable. That, that people do that all the time. You know, they're yeah, well, just giving it yeah. a break. I mean, I'm sure yeah. that's normally that's normally boyfriend girlfriend and not like you know married. Although I just saw that happen fucking um, today. <laughs> uh, one of my uh, cousins. Uh, now I will give them credit for this because I had no clue what was going on. Jake, can I interrupt you for a second? You certainly can. Uh-huh. Did you say cousins or cousins? Cousin. Co- you said cousin? cousins, not cousins. Uh, well, wasn't my cousins? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, all right. <laughs> because there's, there's a distinct, there's a distinct difference between having cousins and having cousins. Cousins. Just, I yeah. mean, that's true. There's, there's, You're right. There's, a, there's a distinct difference. So go yeah, ahead. Right. Sorry to interrupt. Well, anyways, um, <laughs> I will give, I will give them credit for this. I had no clue what was going on. You saw nothing about this on the. Uh, uh, facebook at all until uh um my cousin's wife posted something that she was heading down to tennessee and you know it, uh it, you know uh like driving down today and people are like oh why, why are you driving down today and she's like oh i'm moving I'm like why are you moving? and i was like oh why are you what do you mean you're moving to tennessee and she was like yeah yeah you know uh i was like well I, well who am i gonna hang out with you know on grandma's birthday party uh, i always talk to you know you and my cousin and she's like, well, your cousin will still be there because yeah, we're getting divorced. And I'm like, what? What the? F-? So that was my first indication that there's anything going on in the relationship was when uh, she posted that she was moving that day. So uh, which was great, a great big surprise. And so I felt really bad for him because, you know, they they've been married for quite a while and this, that and the other. So she moved down to Tennessee and, you know, uh, and I thought that was the end of that until today when I saw her post that said it took a a pandemic selling our house four months apart and me moving half a country away to realize that I still love you and we should still be married. And, I, and I'm probably getting the gist of it, you know, wrong, you know, the exact words wrong, but you get the gist of it. So they're back together now. I'm like, well, you did not you just go. say, no, 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 Jay, Jay, uh-huh. Jay, 
Uh-huh. Um, the the G in gist is uh-huh. pronounced like a J. Okay. So even that's... though it's even though it's spelled G I S T, it's actually pronounced with a J. So it's, it's okay. the gist the gist of it. You're okay. 47, and you you've been speaking to people saying the gist of it all these years. Okay. Two things. One. Out of all the information that I just threw your way, that's what you're going to focus on. <laughs> of course I am. You do think I'm going to I'm going to focus on the other bullshit in lieu of busting your balls? That's what I fucking do. <laughs> and two, I I will admit this is the problem that people who read a lot but are not very social have. Um, I'm pretty well read. I read a lot. Uh, I'd be surprised if I found someone who read substantially more than I have over the years. Uh, the thing is, that means I know a whole bunch of words I've never heard anyone say. So, so occasionally, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, Jay! I love it. I love it when you do this, though, because we can eat up of your one-hour-long podcast with your mispronunciations. We can fucking eat up at least ten to fifteen minutes. so we're talking about eating a a, a sixth we're talking a sixth or more of your show we're we're eating up with me busting your balls about how you pronounce things it's amazing well you know what can i say Um, (laughs) i I have no response to that but seriously that's why i actually mispronounce a whole bunch of words because i a lot of them i've never heard someone say before what's going on gina what can we do for you today come on gina we got you go for it What's up, Gina? Gina, no. you're on. Come on. This is your shot. VA oh. Gina. Nope. Sorry. Oh, well. I, I had such high hopes, too. <laughs> well, shit, guys. Looks like it's about it. Uh, who's going to be doing the uh, fucking fight companion? Sly Dog's doing it. He just said it. All right, on. All right, I'm gonna get. To, I'm gonna grab something to eat, and I'm gonna track down a pair of headphones for my uh, phone. And I'll, I'll try to stick around for a little while with you guys. All right, dope. Dope. Right on. All right, that's the end of the week for us. Uh, you guys can join us Wednesday at uh, six o'clock when we do this shit all over again. I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. I can't do a show without you guys. I want to thank Tenor for calling in. Uh, I want to thank Tenor's mom for calling in. There's a new one. Uh, and for everybody, that, everyone that I missed, I, I apologize. Uh, I, I meant to pick up your call there, Wolf. I just didn't get around to it. Uh, all right. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Until then, I'm Passive Jay. You guys have yourself a great day. Peace. Theme tune for the OG. Yeah. Fuck the OG.